Hello and welcome everyone to the podcast. We have made it to another Falcon Paladin Hour mm-hmm. podcast episode. Mm-hmm. We made it through the week. <clears throat> we did. It's been rough, but we're all here. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Yeah. You under the weather? The weather? Oh, yeah. It rained and hailed like a bunch. It's... Are you feeling sick? Uh, I mean, I'm tired, but... Okay, you sound a little sniffly, too. I wasn't sure. Oh, no. I just woke up from a nap, so... Ah, yeah. No, that'll do it. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what else is going on? Um, you know, house stuff. Hmm. Yeah. Looking around, trying to find places. It's been a blast. Love all this stuff woo <laughs> no you don't <laughs> <laughs> it's true no house hunting sucks i hear you mm-hmm. especially when housing prices are insane mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. true facts mm-hmm. yep i mean i don't know i'm a big believer in it can't keep going up forever housing prices well but you know, there's no guarantee that just because it hasn't gone up <clears throat> all the time in the past, it won't do that now, right? Right. So, I right. don't know. Yeah. 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 But I'm hoping for you. Yeah, me too. We'll see. Yeah. And my cat bit my face. That was annoying. Uh, Yeah, that is annoying. Mm-hmm. Are you sleeping? No, I was playing with her. And, like, I was sitting on the couch, and I stopped petting her for a minute, and... She was doing like that head bumpy thing that cats do, and then instead of trying to like head bump me, she just bit my chin. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just playing, little affectionate nip. Mm, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, but still not fun. No. Draw blood? <laughs> no, no, didn't even break the skin. Okay. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Yeah, my sister uh, and her partner got a couple um, kittens to replace a cat that she had that died, mm-hmm. and yeah, like. <laughs> <laughs> they call the kittens let's see one of them is named terrorist and the <laughs> other one is uh, i can't remember what the other one is but it's along the same lines because apparently they like biting mm. at this stage and uh my sister is super over it at this point so fair enough i'm huzzah <laughs> i met someone who named his two cats uday and kusei after hussein um uh shit what's the guy's name uh saddam uh saint uh, osama bin laden's kids i think oh okay yeah, yeah i don't know his uh, like he did this ages ago and i met him years ago but his uh, theory was you name something cute after something terrible and it takes away the fear uh, <laughs> sure so, yeah i'm down yeah, she's my sister. Just like one cat will be sleeping peacefully next to me on the couch, and the other one will come in and just jump on it, mm. <laughs> just create <laughs> chaos out of nothing. She's like, "Ugh, it was so nice." Mm. Yeah, her cat that died was really chill, and she's like, "I miss that a lot." So I don't know. <laughs> like cinnamon was a biter when we first got her. 
show. She would like when I watch TV and stuff, I'd have to like wear socks and shoes and I'd have to have my hands like tucked into my hoodie or else she'd find them and bite them. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. Yeah. Uh, no, no, she grew out of it. She hasn't. I don't think she's bit anybody in probably a year at this point. So she's great. Excellent. She's the best kitty. Yeah. Yeah. Good cat. Yeah, so she just grew out of it. It was nice. She keeps <clears throat> she keeps not returning my emails to have her be on the podcast, but you know, this yeah, is... she's a little standoffish. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a cat thing, though, right? A little bit flaky, I feel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Anyway, um, I just got over being sick. I was sick for about a week, and today is really the first day that I felt hundred percent back. So that's nice. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, yeah. It was one of those like slow ramp up sicknesses and then a slow ramp down sicknesses, which I kind of hate. I'd mm. much rather it be like you wake up in the morning and you're blah, you just feel gross and terrible and everything hurts. And then the next day you're fine or like two days. We'll give it two days. Two days you feel terrible and then you're fine. Mm-hmm. But this is like blah, and it escalates up blah, 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 and you're terrible for a few days and then it's blah, all the way down. Mm-hmm. It just takes forever to get rid of it and I hate it. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're both bad in different ways. Like, if you just wake up at, like, a 9 out of 10 of sick, my first thought is, how am I dying, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this but, is it. <laughs> but if it's, if it's a slow build-up, and you're like, okay, I know it's just the cold settling it, right? <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's time over, like, worry, I think is the equation there. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. I get that. I mean, I don't know. I know what it feels like to have the flu or to have a cold, and I don't mm-hmm. think waking up with it at 100% would make me feel like I was dying. I'd be like, ah, yes. I recognize these feelings. Right. But it's if a temporary it, illness. If you wake up with something unexpected, like, and it's just like immediately everything. But that's like, wouldn't you expect to get sick? I'm never like, mm, yes. In three days from now, I will be ill. Well, no, but if it's a slow buildup and you like, it starts with like a runny nose and then you get a yes. sore throat. You go, okay, I'm getting sick. But when and you wake true. up and you have like stomach cramps, back spasms, and you're sneezing a lot, and like, what the hell is this? <laughs> I usually get some kind of like post nasal drip a couple days before I actually get sick. So it's this mild annoyance that gives me awareness. Mm. Of something's coming. Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah, that's usually how that works for me. Fair enough. Fair enough. Also, if it's immediate, yeah. you have to then play with the game of how do I differentiate circumstantial uh, symptoms and what's actually wrong with me, right? Yes. Mm. I suppose that's true mm. as well. Yeah. See, I could, be a doctor. I could be a doctor. Yeah, you totally yeah. could. Totally. I went in <clears throat> as part of the, uh, the Novavax vaccine study that I'm in. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you get sick, they want you to come in and get a physical and they'll do some swabs and take your blood and stuff. Sure. Uh, I guess to see if it's a breakthrough case, because I'm fully vaccinated. And if I got COVID, then they want some data on the breakthrough cases, right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And they were just like, nah, it's like 90%. It's just an upper respiratory infection. Um, I, We don't think it's COVID, but you should probably go get tested anyway. And we're going to run it, but it'll take a, like a week to get the result back. So, mm. Okay. So I got tested and it was negative. So mm, probably no COVID. And the fact that I'm feeling great today indicates I probably don't have COVID, right? Probably, yeah. 
Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's that. Uh, what else is going on? Oh, other news. So last week I got woken up by my ex calling and saying that uh, our middle child has been diagnosed with diabetes and is at the hospital. And I was like, okay, it's like 7.30. Hold on a second. This is, this is too much for like first thing in the morning. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, what? hang on to slow it down. See, like, see, that would have been much, much worse if you had a slow build up to this. But because it came on immediately, it's easy. You got over it faster. That's my opinion here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah okay so you wake up at 7 30 and that okay one you you weren't already awake at 7 30 that's that's news to me like who sleeps at 7 30 who sleeps in past I mean, five o'clock really yeah 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 not everybody works baker's hours leave me alone uh um yeah so basically what happened was about two in the morning he came in he, like he's with my ex and he came into her mm-hmm. room like crying that his stomach really hurt. He'd been drinking a lot of water. Mm-hmm. Um, he'd been peeing a lot. And so, like, it was really bad with the stomach pain. So she took him in to the ER because the urgent care wasn't open. Because mm-hmm. it was 2 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they do some tests and they check his blood sugar. And it's, like, at 200-something. So it's way higher than it could ever get, even if he ate all the Halloween candy he got, like, all at once. Right. Um, it's not enough. So something is wrong. Something is clearly out of whack there. Mm-hmm. So they take him up to Primary Children's Hospital, um, which is a really good pediatric center that people come from all over the place to go to. And uh, they basically do some blood tests. And his blood mm-hmm. sugar is like, okay, it's crazy high. And they diagnose him with diabetes. Mm-hmm. And they are really sure about this, which is the interesting thing. Like, they are talking to us about what our insurance will cover. They do some training with us about how to check his blood sugar levels and how to administer insulin as he needs it. Mm-hmm. And they're just acting like this is definitely a thing that is hap- that has happened and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. prepare for it. And it's, it's a life-changing thing, right? Right. So <laughs> they basically don't want to meet anything for about 24 hours. They want to get his, like system entirely no food in there at all mm-hmm. and get his blood sugar like to where it's gonna be right mm-hmm. um if there's no food in the system whatsoever so they do that and then they have him eat and his blood sugar like goes down which is not how this works <laughs> for diabetic people uh-huh. you eat the blood sugar goes up you have to adjust for it right mm-hmm. So, yeah, for the next 24 hours, they keep him at the hospital. I can't go, by the way, because I'm sick. And they're like, you might have COVID, so you can't see your kid. And I'm like, that's fair, I guess. <laughs> probably don't want me in a hospital with a bunch of sick kids. Uh-huh. With, yeah. you know, compromised immune systems, uh-huh. probably. Yeah. So that sucked. But we did some video conferencing, and it was fine. Uh, yeah. So anyway, they keep him in the hospital, and his blood sugar levels are normal. Incredibly normal. They're steady. They're not going up and down, really. So they're like, uh... We're going to send you home <laughs> and just check his blood sugar levels for the next week and see what they do. If there's uh, a spike or a big drop, come back in, right? Right. Uh, and then they also sent his blood into a lab to get a test to see if his pancreas was creating some antibodies, which is, that apparently is the more definitive indication that there's something wrong with the pancreas and 
you are a diabetic if you have these particular antibodies coming out. Mm. But that's not going to be for another week. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. So he's been at my ex's all week, and she's been checking his blood sugar three times a day like they asked him. And it's been steady as she goes. Nothing. No problems whatsoever. So he's not acting like a diabetic person whatsoever and hasn't other than that one spike from last week. Mm. So at this point, it really does feel like he's fine. The, the alternatives are... So there's what's called a honeymoon stage with a diabetic diagnosis. Okay. Where you have an incident like my son had, where your blood sugar goes crazy high or crazy low. Mm -hmm. And then it's clear there's something wrong. But then your body's like, everything's fine <laughs> from like a week or two. And then the diabetic symptoms start up and then they never go away. Like that's this weird honeymoon stage that some patients get. Okay. So it could be that. Mm -hmm. It could just be his body... For an unknown reason to medical science, acting normal before everything goes to shit, right? Right. Um, so, I don't know. It could be that, but it just it f feels like it's a weird blip. And the thing is, the doctors are like, it, he, it could be a weird COVID-related thing. Like, he, he had COVID about a month ago. Mm -hmm. Um... And recovered from that really well. But they're like, we're seeing a lot of weird connections between COVID and diabetes, especially in kids. Hmm. So there's some weird connection there. But COVID is so new. They don't have any data on it. They don't really have any specific solid answers on what could be happening. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, so anyway, so that's where we are. It's a weird up in the air scenario. And I, it's, I don't know. I guess I'm just at the point where what happens happens if... It turns out he's diabetic. Honestly, of all my three kids, I'd rather he be the one that gets it because he's the most responsible okay. and like the most aware of his own body. And I really feel like the other two would let themselves get into a diabetic coma before mentioning they felt bad. <laughs> like they're just <laughs> both of them are so just not. I don't know, not as aware of things as the middle one is. So that's uh, uh -huh. a bit ahead of thing. Well, spaced out a little astronaut um, can yeah they're yeah they're both smart but they're both very capable of just going long stretches without paying attention to anything i guess i don't mm. know it's kind of hard to explain but okay anywho so that was that was the last uh five days five six days for me it's been fun mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i can imagine yeah yeah uh-huh <laughs> whoo to bring the mood down. Yeah. I well, I don't know. He's <laughs> fine. Like, that's the thing. Like, I've gone and seen him a couple times, and I'll video chat um to talk to him. And he's like, he honestly is just like, why do you keep calling? <laughs> like, I'm doing great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel fine. I'm having I'm enjoying he's actually on a little fall break right now from school. So he's yeah. like, I'm busy playing video games. Fair, yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> he's not still in the hospital. Like he's at your exercise right. if you're calling him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yep. okay. So he's just like at home hanging out and you yeah. just keep calling him like every four yep. hours being like, How's how do you feel, buddy? I'm like Right. Like I'm treating with these kid gloves and he's like, I'm doing great. Leave me alone. Mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And he's at the point where like he wants to do his own blood sugar testing. Um because mm. he's just these they're all independent kids, mm -hmm. but yeah. Fair enough. 
Anywho. Yeah. Uh, one of my coworkers, right? <laughs> okay, so she uh, doesn't want to have to wear a mask. Like, she got, found a doctor that was willing to give her a mask exemption. Exemption. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And work was like, okay, people who don't have masks don't can't wear a mask, don't come to work. And so she's been working like two months. But this woman has Dang. diabetes, and it's always been super all over the place for her. Like, uh, what does that mean? As like she she won't eat anything, and her sugar will change rapidly. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. yeah. So it's just super unstable and all that kind of stuff. She did eventually come into work the last week for about fifteen minutes, and then they told her, "No, no, no! If you still can't have a mask, you still can't be here." <laughs> like this was when the restrictions <laughs> were supposed to lift. And uh-huh. the, like work was like no 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 so she was there for fifteen minutes and then went home. <laughs> and they were like, like get get on out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. So hopefully your kid's diabetes is not so unpredictable as hers because from what she would tell me it's just a nightmare of trying to right. account for it. Yeah. Yeah. No. I if he is diabetic, I am not looking forward to it for sure. It's just. It's just constant, constant awareness. Like, mm-hmm. I have a friend who got diagnosed with diabetes fairly recently, and he's just like, it is the worst. Mm-hmm. You just always have to be aware. You're always checking your levels. Like, you have to be aware of what you're eating all the time, and it's just like, meh. Mm-hmm. Gross. Yeah, I don't think I could do that. <laughs> yeah. I, I would not enjoy it, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. No. I like to put my brain on autopilot for food sometimes. You totally. Can't, can't do that. Yeah, and that's, yeah, so stupid. Anyway, what else is going on? We got some new StarCraft 2 maps. Uh, yeah, we do, don't we? I think we went There's through the maps. Terrible liberator <laughs> imbalances. I saw you tweeting about this, yeah. Yeah, somebody who is in uh, Florencio and Railgun server? No, Pig server. Mm. Okay. Did some research and posted the screen caps that I used and was like, hey, I did some testing here. <laughs> <laughs> there are several spots on the new maps where a Liberator without Liberator range can set up, hit probes that are mining, and not be hit by Stalkers or Queens. Yeah, that's great. He's like, just, just, just a heads up on this. So, I don't know. Blizzard did fix the problem last time around where there was the, uh, you could wall off the Zerg's main with one pylon. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. They did fix that. So I think they're willing to fix game breaky style things like this. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking at these images and mm. I'm just wondering how you fix it. Do you just put like little no fly zones there? Um, yeah. You just bring, I mean, yeah, you just bring no fly terrain or a doodad or something and right. close off the spot. Hmm. I don't you... think it's that hard. No, I don't think it's hard either. I'm just wondering if they want to. Like, obviously this will suck, right. but I mean, they... just make void rays, Protoss, it'll be fine. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yep. Fine. Yep. <clears throat> yep. Anyway, I guess, yeah, the maps are out there. There's eight of them, which is very exciting. Mm, yeah, there's eight map. It's going to be an eight map pool for the season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's weird, isn't it? Isn't it usually seven? Yep, it's usually it's usually seven. Yeah. Yes. Huh. Yeah, I wonder if they give you an extra veto. Do you know? Because you have an extra map to deal with, right? I was just thinking that, but 
I don't think they would. I don't think they're going to give people extra vetoes. I don't either. I'd be surprised if they do. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, weird. Yeah, super weird. Anyway. Hmm. Yeah, so Terran fans, get out and abuse the maps now while you can. <laughs> are they, they're not even available for testing yet, are they? Like... No, they're in the game. They're oh, under, you can put them up, uh, pull them up under a custom right now. Ah, uh, customs. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. So trick somebody to come and play you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then just on block that map, all their mineral lines. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and like, don't do it to anyone that you like because they're gonna hate you after this. That's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's brutal so brutal mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah yep uh let's see Serral won eu dream hack yeah that he did over clem or well. one clem no less it's true sure surprising result he's been doing really well versus Serral recently and everybody honestly Zergs yeah. especially yeah i mean Serral did not clem into the losers bracket so mm-hmm. kind of just mm-hmm. reposing oh, okay. that so, it already happened. So um, recent results make sense. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Serral knocks him into the loser's bracket where he then immediately 3-0's Raynor. So, right. you know, <laughs> let's not discredit him too much. Yeah. His TVZ is still great. Just Serral's yeah. got something figured out. Yeah, yeah. Serral's yeah. still crazy scary, I guess. Um, <sighs> Absolutely. Yeah, there's nothing... Nothing that's happened to Serral makes me feel like he's not anything but scary in any game against anyone he's playing against. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So another interesting thing is Showtime went pretty far. Yeah. Yeah. Even like taking Serral to a game five in mm-hmm. the top side of the bracket. But his run is also kind of interesting in that he 3 0s Hero Marine, he 3 1s Marine Lord, and then he gets 3 2 by Serral, where he meets Clem, but he just beat two top-tier Terrans, and then he goes yeah. 3-0 against Clem. Like, he yeah. couldn't even take a map. Right. Oh, what happened? Getting, uh, I don't know. I wonder if getting beaten by Serral, like, shook him a little. Maybe. Maybe questioned mm-hmm. his foundations. He doubted himself a bit, mm-hmm. possibly. Yeah. Yeah, no, I could see that. It's just an interesting series of events yeah i don't know sometimes pvz has been really good recently though i mean he took a game off of rogue at asus rogue last month he took a game uh-huh wow okay. which i i mean i don't know if you pull up a 30 minute rogue versus showtime game you think showtime has that no. i didn't no i didn't I, expect that look, outcome look, look good for him i'm not saying that's not good for him but yeah. I'm just saying, not winning, a, winning series. a series. Yeah. True, true, true. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm just saying, there's not a lot of Protoss that I feel like can, especially in Europe, that can just show up and take a map off of Rogue in a ZVP. Yeah. Foreigner Protoss. Definitely not a lot of farmers, I feel. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just impressed by that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, hello. <laughs> Good will. job, Showtime. Yeah, well done. Mm-hmm. And, and then Scarlet ended up winning NA, which yeah. she hasn't done in a while. I uh, has she ever won NA? I think this might be her first. Ooh. Maybe because I think it's always been Neeb. It's been 
<laughs> so much Ben Neeb. Yeah, over and over and over again. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, <laughs> their bracket is still incredibly small, and basically their only competition was Australia. So, well, Australia and Neeb, obviously. But, okay. <laughs> the NA bracket's sad. Yes. Nope, it is. I think we talked about this last week. We should combine uh, NA with Oceana, right? Sure. Why not? Yeah. I'm fine with it because we discovered that, that the Oceana winner is a Pakistani player. So, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hmm. <laughs> uh, Look at this. How did Neep end up doing after he looked so bad to start? So he took, he barely got out of his group mm-hmm. going 4 3. Yeah, that's true. But he made it. He made it out. Mm-hmm. And Just. then what happened to him? He beat Trigger. Nice. He beat Asuna. Okay. He beat Nina. Oh my gosh, it's so much PvP. Yeah. <laughs> and then he beat Estrella. Okay. So he made it back to the final. So, like, sure. Neeb looking like garbage didn't mean he couldn't make it back to the finals <laughs> of the bracket. Welcome to NA, everybody. <laughs> uh, also, isn't Asuna a Chinese player? Or... Um, I mean, that's what the flag is, yes. <laughs> Apparently he has dual citizenship with Canada or something. Okay. The US. I'll allow it. Can you do Chinese-American dual citizenship? Is that allowed? I... Sure, why not? Because there are certain countries that hate each other. <laughs> yeah, true. so China does not recognize dual nationality. There you go. Huh. So as soon as a Chinese person takes a foreign citizenship, they lose their Chinese citizenship. Mm, okay. So if he just has Chinese citizenship, how is he doing playing in NA? I don't know. Uh, I'll look this up. Oh, he studies in North America. So he lives okay. in NA. Okay. That's, that's why. Physically lives in the US. Yeah. But he does only have Chinese citizenship because yes. he could only do that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm reading under the trivia. His ID is from Sold Out Online. Yeah, I saw uh, that too. <laughs> good to see a giant weave in the bracket. <laughs> Seriously. Is it in the US or you think it's in Canada? It's weird it says North America, right? Hmm. Um, that he lives, studies in North America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it could be either. Then I suppose. Do a quick Google search. Mm-hmm. I guess a lot of this says that he's in the U.S., so it's probably like a school in the United States somewhere. Yeah, I mean he's on Team Alpha X, which is a USA based team. Mm. That might. Yeah. That makes sense then. Yeah. Cool, cool. Mm-hmm. All right. What else is going on? Uh, oh, I went and saw No Time to Die. Mm. How was it? A couple nights ago. I gave it a thumbs up. Thumbs I think it was good. I think it's my second favorite Craig Bond movie. <laughs> I don't think it's as good as Casino Royale. I think that one's still my favorite. Fair enough. But I think No Time to Die does a good job with a pretty clear, easy-to-follow plot, some really nice character development from everybody, and uh, I just enjoyed it. Great action as well, and 
just overall, I just the problems I have with Spectre and Quantum of Solace are confusing plot mostly. But for both those movies, I'm like, so who, where are we? <laughs> What's our goal in this movie exactly? I know there's an evil organization, mm-hmm. and I, I I know one of the people in the organization is bad. Like what? How, yeah, I don't understand it. So. Mm-hmm. This was nice. Much more clear-cut. Casino Royale was largely the same way. Yeah. Um, Anywho. No Time to Die is not playing till November 11th for me. So that's... Uh, gross. Well, not too far away, I suppose. Yeah, not too far away. No. And then Dune shows up on the 22nd, which is just in a couple of days. I don't know when Dune shows up for me. I think it's like December 3rd, I think we said. Yeah, I think we found some articles last week that said it was pushed even further back, which is crazy. Yeah. You might as well get a pirated version at that point, because it's going <laughs> to be on HBO Max. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I might as well read Although I have, from everything I've heard, everybody says that, uh, that Dune really should just be seen on a movie theater. Like, it doesn't work on a TV like a lot of what it is is just sheer spectacle and the visuals and stuff Mm -hmm. so if you're not getting that then you're doing it wrong is what i've heard so i don't know i don't know if that's true or not because i haven't seen it but that seems to be the prevailing theory Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i would like to go and see it in the theater yeah absolutely but we'll see how that goes one day at christmas time (laughs) yeah maybe yeah, tragically. Hmm. Yeah, so I don't know. And it's the final uh, final Bond movie for Daniel Craig. I think he actually, I believe he wanted to be done after Spectre. Mm-hmm. I think he did as well. He, he was pretty vocal about it. And I don't know what they did. I don't know if they just tossed a giant sack of money at him, like a bigger sack than usual. And they're like, look, <laughs> do one more and we'll let you go. And he was like, all right. <laughs> This sack of money is big enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can, it's gotta be right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause he, I mean, he really sounded out, out on this whole thing. Mm-hmm. In fairness, he's been bond longer than anyone's ever been bond before. It's a 15 year run for him. Is it really? Which, yeah. Casino Royale was Oh five. And then no time to die. was 2021 six. Yeah. yeah there you go. So 15 years, like Pierce Brosnan, Sean Connery, George Lazenby, all these dudes, maybe three movies, maybe over the span of seven years, eight years or so. Right. But mm-hmm. man, Craig's been the bond forever. Yeah. So I don't know. I like him. He's my favorite bond. Uh, yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't have a favorite. You don't bond. have a lot of experience. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I nah. just I. Well, I just hadn't seen a whole bunch of them, right? Mm-hmm. I've seen and then... the Brosnan movies and the Daniel mm. Craig ones. Okay, so yeah, the most recent, the most yeah. recent Bonds. Then yeah, yeah. So I saw Casino Royale. I think that was the first Bond movie I ever saw all the way through. I'd seen parts of others, mm-hmm. and I just I fell in love with it. I was like, this is so good. And I went back and watched some of the older ones, and there's so much camp in them. <laughs> And, like, Bond is a womanizing asshole most of the time. Mm-hmm. It's like, so it's just who he is? Like, he disrespects women and shoots bad guys. Like, I mean, okay, I get it. I understand he's a product of his time. Uh-huh. But it's a hard for me to root for him because he just kind of sucks to everybody. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, God, do you know the YouTube channel Epic Rap Battles of History? Yeah. They did Austin Powers versus James Bond. <laughs> nice. Uh, Austin Powers basically just rips on uh, Sean Connery for being too rapey. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and like, I went and looked up a bunch of clips having not seen this movie. And I'm like, oh, these are these did not age well. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, there's a scene where he wanders into a bathroom where a woman's taking a bath. Mm-hmm. Just like, uninvited. And she's like, S- hey... <laughs> And then she says, please give me something to wear. And he hands her her, her shoes. It's like, dude, respect the woman's privacy for two seconds, please. Oh, yeah. yeah. Don't, don't, don't look up. Don't, don't, don't watch the old James Bonds. You can skip them, people. It's fine. Yeah. If you haven't seen them, just watch Daniel Craig's movies. Uh-huh. Like he respects he respects the women in his films. He does. Uh and actually, what's interesting is usually the Bond women die in the earlier Bonds, and like Vesper dies in Casino Royale, but the Bond girl in Quantum of Solace lives, and the Bond girl in Spectre lives and carries over into the next film, which never really happens. Like they always get a new Bond girl, right? Mm. So there was a little bit of continuity there. A Skyfall girl dies as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's true. I forgot about Skyfall girl. Yeah. yeah. I didn't like Skyfall that much. I liked it. It was fine. I know. I know. I know a lot of people love it. I understand that I'm in the minority here. I think it's. I think it's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Uh... Yeah. Thumbs up. Worth a watch when you can. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, no. Ooh, I watched 86 last night. Oh, yeah. How is it? Yeah, there were so there were two episodes I could watch. Mm-hmm. I thought I was only one week back, but I was two. Mm-hmm. Anyway, good. Still good. Still good. Like what I really like about 86 is the extreme focus on character. Like there's a lot of good action and there's violence and death and stuff. Mm-hmm. But the reason that works for me anyway is because they take enough time to teach you about the characters and make you care about them. Mm-hmm. So that's nice. What <laughs> you want me to spoil yeah, something for fairly you, big for you? You can spoil it, that's fine. Okay, so spoiler alert. Oh, hang on a second. Like he said, mm. honest trailers, Sean Connery. Connery edition. Yeah, no, epic rap battles of history is what Sarmacron was talking about. Yeah. yeah, but yes, I imagine that's pretty much the same thing though. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so in eighty, so at the end of the half season of eighty six that wrapped up last spring or whatever. So basically, all the right on um, what's his face Shin, he finds his brother, he kills him, but then he dies. And all the other, um, the other members of his team that were still alive came and tried to help him, and they died too. Oh, right. Okay. Do you? Did you? Are you aware of this occurrence? No. <laughs> okay. So it's okay. It's implied. Uh huh. It's uh, anyway. So, spoiler: they're all fine in the start <laughs> of the second half of the season. They're all very much alive. Fair enough. And what's happened is apparently the so the country that created Legion. Mm-hmm. The country that created all the robots, they 
there was a faction that split off from that nation, defeated the people who developed the robots and fought them off enough to develop their own country. Oh, okay. So they've kind of overthrown the original country that started this whole thing. Right. Okay. Um, and they find these kids on the battlefield and they're like, who are you? Mm. Like, you kind of freak us out a little bit. Mm-hmm. But basically, um, they give the kids, like, they let them stay with the president in his house and let them kind of lead their own lives for the first time. Okay. And just kind of give them a taste of, like, you don't have to fight every day, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so they spent a good couple couple episodes on that, and it's nice. Like, it's a really interesting change of pace. It turns into a high school show. We're like, okay, we're going <laughs> to get to your hermit class, you know. Um. Uh, not. I mean, they don't go to school, no, but um, they all have their own things that they're doing that's more normal for mm. kids their age to do, right? Fair enough. Anyway, so that's nice. And then on the other side, back in the Capitol... Uh, what's her face? Handler lady. Mm-hmm. She apparently has a new crew. Oh, okay. That she's in charge of now, and they've accepted her. Hmm. Right? Like okay. they don't hate her. They basically they trust her. They believe that she wants what's best for them. They believe that she's different from the other handlers that she that she's had, or that oh. they've had. Right. And I kind of wanted to see that. Like I was really kind of curious to know how that initial interaction went because the you know because the 86 are they've learned mm-hmm. <laughs> through terrible experience that their handlers do not care about them right yeah the... and so they're going to come into every new relationship just assuming that's the case mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i don't know I, they just kind of skipped over that <laughs> like we don't know how to write it to make it like have a conversation where they buy that she actually cares. So we're just gonna tell you yeah. that they care. Like they believe it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, I guess maybe being in a battle with her is enough. Mm. Like where she has done the homework, right? She knows the terrain. Mm-hmm. She understands how to give them every possible advantage they could ever need mm-hmm. to win this battle, which is something they've never had before, right? Right. So that's some pretty tangible proof that she's doing the work and that she does care about them in a way that none of the other handlers have. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's my guess, is that I'm sure she maybe tried initially to convince them that she cared about them, but it wasn't until uh, they were out on the field and she was right. basically with them that yeah. they uh, they accepted her. I can see why they'd cut that. It's basically like the first couple episodes all over again where she's yeah. trying to get them to believe it, right? Like It's like, oh... We could show the people the same thing, but with a new crew, or we could just skip it. Right. Like, skipping it's probably fine. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I, so, I don't think she knows what happened to the original five. As mm. far as she knows, they went off on their own and probably died or found something else, but she doesn't know. She's not in contact with them at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and the people in the capital, the leaders still think the war is going to be over soon, right? They don't know that the robots are self-replicating by repurposing the brains of fallen humans that they're being fed. Didn't know that. They don't know what's they don't know what's a zombie robot horde. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of the impression that the robots have like a timed life, like yeah, 
off to like 2027 they just shut down and it's 20 it's like december 31st 2026 or whatever right or just that they have limited numbers right Mm. well i don't think no i I haven't seen the show so i have to assume you're right but from what i remember it they basically believe that these things are on a timer somewhere in their code that eventually they they just shut down okay that's the idea yeah so either way they assume the war's going to be over soon but you know our handler knows Uh, yeah. I'm trying to think. So, uh, the 86 have a discussion with the leadership of the newly created country. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they ever breached the subject of, hey, these robots are self-replicating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Which seems like an important thing to know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They have to. Like, they trust each other by the end of their little experience, so... I imagine that they've had this conversation. It seems like an important Anywho's... thing to just not tell them. Yeah. Because if this new country is under the same impression the robots are going to deactivate in the next 18 months, then mm-hmm. they're in for a tough surprise. <laughs> right. <sighs> <sighs> yeah. So, in other anime news, Mob Psycho is getting a third season. So excited. Third and final season, which I'm down with. Mm -hmm. I support it. Yep. Yep. It's fine by me. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I love Mob Psycho. I said this in the Discord server, but if it's just basically the same thing as the first two seasons, I'm fine with that. I don't need crazy twists. I don't need a ton of new characters. Like, it's just Mob trying to learn how to be more socially graceful and the body improvement clubs helping him out and Reagan's doing Reagan things and he beats up some espers. Like I'm down. Let's just do more of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I agree. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I, yeah, I don't need mob psycho to be anything else. It's just a nice, wholesome story. Well, I mean, I, I would appreciate it if at some point he reached a hundred during the season and like did some cool esper shit. Well, like. yeah, but that's what that's what I'm talking about. That's normal stuff. That is normal stuff, right? But you just didn't. Yeah, you said beat up some espers. He can do that without reaching a hundred. And Reagan doing Reagan things, you know, right? Body right, right. No, you're right. Yeah, we need him to get to Mob Psycho 100 at least once in the season. At, at okay. least once. At least once. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a requirement. Yeah, and it's one of my favorite things about the show is how he makes friends with the people that he beats up. So it's nice. Mm, yeah, Mob I mean, Psycho is its own thing that way. No, <laughs> there, 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 there is no? tons of anime where oh. the, the hero beats up the villain and then they become friends. It's, it's okay. I guess I'm thinking Dragon Ball is a good example. Uh, yeah, that's kind of a good example, right? Like they killed Frieza and then, you know, this person who like pointed at a planet and it blew up, uh, murdering right. hundreds of millions of people and things. And then they just brought it back to life and were like, hey, do you want to join our martial arts tournament? to save the universe and <laughs> just let them live like brought them back use use a super ancient magic dragon wishes to bring back it's a, it's a kid's murderer. show they can't execute war criminals on a kid's show like ozai doesn't get killed at the end of avatar the last airbender he gets put in prison he gets his powers taken away that's true. They get his powers away, and they don't become friends with them either, so Ooh, that's a good point. No. 
but Ang does defeat. Um, I can't Zuko and becomes friends with him. There you go. Yes. Oh, good point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Zuko becomes uh, Team Ang. Team Ang. Good Team example. Avatar. Yeah. That, yep. That's a solid one. Mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Such a good show. It is a good show. I'm a mm-hmm. little disappointed with this season of anime now that I've watched more than like the one episode of most of the shows that are coming out. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, what uh, what's been disappointing about it? Um, uh, nothing's grabbing me. Like nothing's really doing putting in the effort. I think to be interesting, and even in established genres like the Isekais and the stuff, usually there's at least something with a twist, and they just draw very droll and very boring so nothing has surprised you is what you're saying yeah like the faraway okay. paladin isn't doing much like it's following you know the, the like, story of the faraway it's paladin, true i do know the books i read the books <laughs> um, yeah it's not fair yeah i mean that that one i'm giving a pass like it's doing fine um okay. it's i don't remember it being moving so quickly like they're in two episodes and it's like Hey, next week you're gonna go fight blood feel like right of manhood, right? Like your coming of age ritual yeah. or whatever, and take your oath. And I'm like, I feel like it took longer than two episodes. Like episode hmm. two, they've got him wandering around the ancient undead city and he finds his spear and fights Gus. Oh in, wow. Like, okay. <laughs> in like the space of ten minutes. I'm like, ooh, okay. So they're moving. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. It's a uh, fair complaint. They they did do this scene where like uh, Gus teaches him how to gamble. But they didn't do the one where Blood teaches him how to drink alcohol. <laughs> so, oh, that's interesting. Disappointed. Yeah, totally. Why are they skipping stuff? I don't know. I don't know. These are important lessons that has he has to learn. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Other than that, the only other show that I think is might going to be interesting is the world's finest assassin was killed and gets reincarnated as an aristocrat which continues <laughs> the tradition of stupidly long titles yeah <laughs> but um basically the the god of this the universe of the world or whatever chooses like this old man who's died as an assassin he was like the world's best assassin or whatever and wants him to kill the hero like, oh, we've already summoned a hero, or we've got a hero born into this world to defeat the Demon King. Yeah, it turns out after he kills the Demon King, he's going to go drunk with power, and we need you to kill him. So <laughs> we, we know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. How do they know no, or do they just, as, like, based on past experience with heroes? Uh, they know. Like, it, she said, like, gives it a timeline. Like, after he, in 16 years from the day you're born, he's going to kill the Demon King, and then within another two years or something, he's going to plunge the world into absolute chaos. So this is like prophecy. Well, I mean, this is a god we're talking to. Oh, okay. So not... Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Why can't the god do anything about it? Uh, The god has limited powers over actually meddling in the world. Mostly handles like reincarnations Mm -hmm. and stuff. So she's able to give the assassin dude like the best theoretical... Um, chance that a regular human could just be born with these powers kind of level abilities, right? So, okay. so she she describes it as because they have like a skill system like every fucking uh, anime does. 
right? Like, or fantasy Isekai, where it's like you collect skills and you have a status bar or whatever. Um, she lets him pick five skills when most people only get one or two, but theoretically a human could be born with five. The hero has okay. 30. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. 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 So he gets to pick five and he gets one from each category and they're ranked like S is the best, then A, then B, then C, then D. Um, so he gets one from each. And he basically picks the ones that are like growth based or recovering and the things that are very practical. Um, but so far, I think it's probably going to be the best because he's. I don't know. He's not going to be some bland, generic protagonist who's not going to be killing people and being like, hey, I'm going to beat you and then make you join my team and be friends with you. He's actually just down to kill people. Which nice. is different from a lot of these shows. So, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's not doing the mob psycho thing. <laughs> no. You can't all be wholesome. It's fine. <laughs> no, he is actively <laughs> inventing guns in this world and shooting people. <laughs> oh, inventing guns. Nice. Well, I assume he invents them. They they open the show with like him do, on an assassination hunt after like some nobility royal family that's been like slave trading in their town or whatever. Yeah, and he has like a magic rifle that he shoots people with from like ages away. And I'm like, that looks like it doesn't fit. So I assume he brought that in idea with him, or he, like he's using magic. So it's half like six of one, half dozen the other, right? Right. But I recommend that if you're going to watch something this season. All right. Yeah. Cool, cool. Or I can give you a recommendation from something that was out ages ago that I think you should watch. Okay. What you got? Tower of God. Uh, I've had this recommended. Yeah. Yeah. I think you'll like it. And I'm hoping. See two where it's streaming. Uh, Crunchyroll should be Crunchyroll. It is yes, Crunchyroll. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think you'll dig it. All right, let me add it to my queue. Mm-hmm. Add to watch list. <laughs> Done. Excellent. Very good. Oh god, I was watching it like because this season's been so disappointing. Um, also because Comey. Comic Con Communicate, this manga adaptate, like it's finally getting made into an anime. And it's not on Netflix. Oh, it's on Netflix, but it seems to be two weeks behind everywhere else in the world. Like the first episode comes out tomorrow and the anime subreddit is already discussing episode two. I'm like, come on, how can I be so far behind? Um, yeah. So I haven't even been able to watch that yet. But I decided to watch something else that's been like floating around my recommendations. Um, not from people, just like algorithm recommendations on Crunchyroll called classroom of the elite and oh mm. my god it's so boring it's, <laughs> it's it literally like trigonometry and stuff no That'd be amazing no, no no it's like hey the government's funding this super high school where they can teach kids to be like the perfect society for japan and the, the twist is it's a classroom but they treat it like it's like they're real life like real adults so at the start of each month they get paid a salary and then their salary is dependent on their performance. And if they're good in class, they, they get paid. And if they don't, they like if they just slack off, they don't get paid. And it's like, oh, they have to worry about how they're going to eat. You know? Wow. 
I mean, is there an actual chance they'll starve to death? Because that'd be pretty good, actually. Um, I think there are some like very, very low-cost f- food options that they can go with. Like, so ah, I, don't, I don't think ramen. they can starve to death, starve to death. Okay, but they can get expelled or whatever. And it's like the, the whole idea of the show is: oh, all these people find themselves with basically like a thousand dollars in their bank accounts as high school kids. And blow it on like video games and clothes and shit, and then realize, oh, you needed to budget that money, dumbass, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> and well, that, sure, but that's when you—that's when you learn, though, when you're a kid. <sighs> but so it's so boring. Like, yeah, like watching high school kids learn how to budget their money does not sound that fun. Yeah, no, no, it's. <sighs> Just, I don't know why people, like, the algorithm was like, you would like this. It's so stupid. All right. Yeah. I won't watch that one. Thanks for the heads up. <laughs> Excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, is there anything else I'm watching? The NBA's back. I've been watching some of that. You don't care about? Not particularly. No. Uh, Bitcoin, Bitcoin rehit its all time high today. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Nice. It got listed on the stock exchange, which is crazy. Mm, I saw that. I wonder if it yeah. means literally anything, really. Well, if it, I mean, if, it, if anything else, it gives it a little more visibility and maybe more. People will trust it more. Mm. It's like if you're on the stock exchange, you're legit, right? Mm-hmm. There's just an inherent level of, I don't know, this is a real thing, right? <laughs> yeah. Whereas if you're Bitcoin and you had to go to a website you've never been before to buy it, you're like, nah, I don't know about this, right? Mm hmm. But if you can literally just go through your stockbroker and say, I want to buy some Bitcoin, that just feels more normal to people, right? Right. Yeah, I can. I think that's all it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a good step. So that'd be nice to see, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Step to legitimacy in the wider masses is what I mean. Uh, Yeah, no, absolutely. Very true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. It's anything else going on with crypto at all? Uh, not really. Not particularly. No, I mean, Bitcoin's going up, so everything's kind of going up. That's how this works, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Shiba's just kind of trending sideways right now. Mm. Uh, see what Ethereum is doing right now. Ethereum's kind of starting to be its own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people have noticed that it started going up even when BTC's not really going up. So it might have developed its own kind of trusted mm-hmm. trusted base where people are like, okay, no. so Ethereum I mean, is its own, its I own dog now. I, I, would, I would assume that Ethereum has that because it's like a base platform for a bunch of other things that trade off it. Right. right. Like, yeah. And I mean, yeah, so it's taken seriously. Yeah. Also, it's worth like 20 grand or something for each, isn't it already, by the way, by itself? Like, it's uh, high enough that it's 
$3,800. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, yes. It's got a big price, big volume. Mm -hmm. It's been around for a long time now. So it's developed some trust. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Fair enough. Binance is doing pretty well. Yeah. So overall, I don't know. People are talking about we could see an alt season coming up here soon. Usually a Bitcoin does a run and Ethereum is part of that too. And then once it's done, that's when the alts start to spike. So mm-hmm. we will see how that goes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone just kind of watching the charts and hanging out. Yeah. Hoping. Yeah. Can I say All I watched, right. I watched um, the zombie episode of what if? Oh, you did. Okay. Yeah. I was so utterly bored. <laughs> okay i i guess i got to the point where they revealed that scott is still alive but he's like a future on my head in a jar right and i just stopped caring wow okay yeah anyway, so, i mean it was watching captain america get bisected by his own shield you were like yawn i mean that was nice like i <laughs> i'm not arguing that it like the fights weren't fun or whatever like it wasn't it was well animated. It was enjoyable to look at, but a lot of the enjoyment is how does everything here fit into the bigger picture and the what ifs intentionally don't, right? Like these are the multi, but like setting up the multiverse and none of it matters because it's right. Well, no. So that's, that's the thing. They kind of bait and switched us on that. The, you know, the implication as you start the what if season is that none of this is connected, but then it is. And then it is. The last two episodes are very much like, hey, mm. like all this stuff that we showed you matters for this, this final, this end of season stuff. Okay. Yeah. They did this big, this big tie in. They could have very easily been like our last two episodes are all multiverse where mm-hmm. nothing matters connected to anything else. And then another multiverse not connected to anything else, but okay. they decided to do a big tie in instead. Cause it's the MCU, I guess. And they can't. Okay. Yeah. So if it does get connected, I will stick through and watch the other episodes and find out how it all, it all somehow comes together. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's good. I'm not, I'm not saying it blew my mind or anything, but it was pretty mm. interesting what they chose to do. Didn't blow your mind. You got it. Yeah. And also there was one episode that I think they tried to get done in time for the season, but they couldn't get it done. Oh, interesting. So there's a version of Gamora in the final two episodes where it's like, you seem important, but we haven't seen you before now. So I Googled and it's like, yeah, there was a Gamora episode. That just, just, (laughs) it never happened. Maybe it'll come later. (laughs) Uh, Fair enough. Yeah. (laughs) Pokemon. So that's a little disconcerting, but otherwise, I think it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Anyway, I think we're good. I think we're good. Awesome. Cool. So that's going to be it from us today. This has been another edition of the Falcon Paladin Hour. You can find us on YouTube, the VODs go out to Somicron's channel. Mm-hmm. You can also find us on your podcast app, wherever you get your podcasts Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Uh, we're on Spotify, which is cool. Yeah, it's true. 
Yeah, you can support the podcast directly at patreon.com slash somicron. And there's also merch at falconpaladin.store. So be sure to check that out. It's true. Until next week, which is 11 a.m. 11 a.m. What am I talking about? 9 p.m. Eastern Mm -hmm. on Tuesdays in the U.S. And on Wednesdays at like... 11 a.m. That's where I got 11 from. Except it's, right? it's 12 a.m. 12. Now 12, it's 12. 12. 12 p.m. Excuse me. 12 p.m. strand time on Wednesday. Yeah. So if you're <laughs> over on that side of the world, that's where we are. Yeah. 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 All right. Cool. So again, thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for being here, Aki. I'm going to go watch the Honest Trailer Sean Connery edition now. Mm, me too. But yeah, until then, stay safe and stay healthy. And above all, you take care of yourselves. Bye. Bye.